0: This is Teenage Scream, where we fondly dissect the best and the worst of nineties teen horror.
1: I'm Kirsty Logan. This is my co-host Heather Parry.
0: And we're in a garden, as we always are now. In fact, I We're getting more and more layers each time. (laughs) I've got now got a blankie over my legs like an old lady. Yep. I've got my coat (laughs) fully zipped up and my uh I was gonna call them cat flaps.
1: My (laughs) flaps. flaps. My hat flaps are down around my face.
0: Oh it's from a women's magazine, flaps. (laughs) 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 I forgot about that. Still one of the funniest lines. So good, it's so good. Um, and what are we doing today, Kirsty? I think a lot about um, that line where it's, not finished,
1: it's, it's finished. finished. <laughs> Today, unfortunately, it's not finished yet. We are doing the, what's it Silent called? Silent Witness. Silent Witness, not The Witness, that's Oral Stein, by Carol Ellis. I
0: can't stop thinking about, um, <laughs> not generally, whenever we say this, I think of Helen Mirren. Was she in, in a show Silent called Witness. Silent Witness? Yeah. Uh, okay, I never watched it, but I must have, like, uh, by osmosis. The yeah. ITV adverts must have... Is, was it on like, ITV? I feel like we've spoken about this before because you didn't know that the silent
1: witness is the body. Mm. It's the corpse yeah. is the silent witness.
0: Yes. Um, or in this case, it was a VHS. That's true. Um, I'm just going to adjust so I can pull this down a little bit over my calf. Um, <laughs> I would say these are thick jeans, but I have been thoroughly scratched by cats, so I think there's just holes in them now. Aww. We made a grave error in that earlier today, David had some mackerel and he was like, should we give the cats a little bit of a skin <laughs> as a treat? And they're already really pathetic about food. Like, if you get the food out, they're like, meow, 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 meow. But this time we gave it to them and then they were like, like, personally offended that we wouldn't give them more. Like, I have tasted ambrosia. <laughs> give me more. But it wasn't just like the insistent meowing. It was like, meow, meow. I know you How have it.
1: Where's mine? How dare you? See, I would say the key, I don't know if this works for cats, but for dogs the key is you can give them your food, your leftovers, but you only give them it in their bowl and only after you've finished. Ah, I see. That's the key. If you feed them off your plate, then whatever's on your plate, they consider fair game. And if you feed them while you're eating, they're like, ah, it's my turn. So you only give them it afterwards. Yeah. And you got to put it in their dish.
0: Well, we wouldn't ever give... Like cats, there's too much things, too many things I can't have, like onions. Yeah. So, I mean, onions are in basically everything, aren't they? Um, and yeah, we. <laughs> yeah, you can't usually
1: give them leftovers of like what you've eaten, but you can give them like prep leftovers. Yeah. Like fish skin or whatever.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, I just stupidly just gave them a little bit and then. Oh you know. yeah. Oh well. I <laughs> we just love them too much. Done now. It's finished now. <laughs> it's ruined. Now they're ruined. We're spoiled now. <laughs> they're the cats. They're ruined. <laughs> Um, So yeah, Silent Witness by Carol Ellis. So this is episode... Three. Three, thank you. Um, And will you describe the cover, which I've helpfully uh, WhatsApped to you? you. are very
1: prepared. Aren't I? Usually we're like,
0: oh, need to Google it.
1: (laughs) This is bind-up. It is. I think this this is our last bind-up. Oh, really? Of the...
0: Ever. (laughs) Of the ever (laughs) I think I had this as a kid as well. Yeah. Clearly, I I had the bind ups because they were better value for money and my parents are tight. They were. (laughs) Do you know what? That's not tight. That's sensible. (laughs) I did just buy. Good to be thrifty. I just bought a bind up, the Stephen King bind up, so. I love a bind up. Hmm. It's. You feel like
1: although I do like the sense of completion of finishing a book like you get to the final page and close it and you're like ah finished and with a bind up it's like no not finished two
0: more two finished. more
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay my books talk to me in that voice apparently so here we go I think it's quite a good cover It's it does look like a 90s TV show starring Helen Mirren to be yeah. fair so that's probably also your conclusion it's quite a plain cover mostly black with little bits of kind of whitish grey and it's a close up of a door and a a leather, black leather gloved hand is reaching to open the door and in the room behind is just a figure outlined against a window it's quite boring and I'm pretty sure that's why I didn't have this book as a kid because if you look at this cover compared to like the perfume or the surfer hmm. like or um the lifeguard or anything like that it's really boring and it looks kind of grown up
0: yeah but I like it it's like monochrome but then the silent witness bit is in like a shiny blue yeah um I just I, like don't... it's visually good, which is probably why children don't like it. <laughs> but also the original version, which is before it was um, Point Horror, is like that, but like just way fucking uglier. Like, yeah. Just it looks like the outline of Donald Trump in the background as well, because he's like God. in profile, the guy behind. The true horror. <laughs> and then Silent Witness is in like a horrible gold embossed font. I don't know. It's just like. It's like Scholastic didn't employ graphic designers until they started Point Horror and then they couldn't get hold of them half the time anyway, so <laughs> I like that and it, it looks like the sort of leather glove your grandma would wear. Like her winter gloves. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I just think it looks like a cover of like the crime novels
1: that my parents used to read in like the nineties, you know, like Mo Hader and Minette Walters. And I have
0: never heard of the name Mo Hader. Did your parents not read those books? No, my mum reads like like, like the paperbacks that were like, remember
1: Waterstones used to do two for ten pounds and they hmm. would always be in that deal. Yeah, my parents
0: don't read that sort oh, of stuff, well, I guess.
1: Mojader. Had Mojader. Min- I'm going to say Mojader, Minette Walters and Val McDermid are all like, were sort of sold together at the time. I feel like Minette like Walters
0: would be Jeanette Winterstone's fake pen name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> my name is Minette. Minette and Jeanette. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um... Shall I get on with this book? Please, I can't wait. All right, I'm going to read you the first page. That's good, because I forgot to do that last time. Well, you know, we sometimes do it and we sometimes don't. I've, like, bolded it it in my notes.
1: Read the first fucking page. (laughs) I'm going to say,
0: actually... Actually, no, I'll save my conclusion for the end. I like that the main character is called Lucy Monroe, because my sister-in-law is called Lucy, and she is very, sort of, glamorous in that style, isn't she? Mm -hmm. She's like a... You know, fake Vintage style, sort of, yeah, silver blonde. Not fake. I mean, she's not fake. She's fake silver blonde. I'm her sorry, her hair is she fake. Is. Sorry, <laughs> and very like curvaceous and like vintagey. Curvaceous. So like, curvaceous. So yeah, I just totally imagined her as uh, Lucy. Lucy Monroe woke suddenly. She didn't become like socially justice. No <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> I fucking hate what people have done to the word woke. I know. Breaking through layers of sleep with a smile on her face, she heard the rhythmic thump of the basketball again. Her next-door neighbour, Alan Torrance... Uh, Shining reference? <gasps> could be. Hmm. ...was in his driveway... If shooting... it is, it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> in his driveway shooting baskets. When he... she was trying to study and not getting anywhere, the monotonous sound could drive Lucy crazy. This time, it made her smile. I quite like that. Yeah. It's like a nice little... I hate waking up intros. But for that, it's quite good.
1: I think it's a good use of sound as well. I feel mm. like sound is really... Underused in a lot of these books, which is why I know you hate the fever, she's just hot, but it's why I like the fever. I think it uses sound really well mm. in a really creepy way,
0: yeah. And this is like I just like the idea of you can almost see it in film like mm-hmm. you'd be close up on her face, but she'd be asleep, but then she'd just smile, and then it's actually all horrible because the guy's dead, so um, he can't be playing with his. Yeah, basketball. but the Simon Sand Simon wasn't real. Five foot seven inch Alan. Why? Oh, right. Wasn't in his driveway, imagining himself 12 inches taller. I was like, why would you clarify that he's quite short? Yeah. That is short for a basketball player. It is. Um, Alan was six feet under the ground buried three weeks ago, dead for a month. Too much uh, measurement. That's a lot of numbers. (laughs) So, yeah. So, Lucy Monroe um, is waking up in the middle of the night and she's very sad about the fact that her neighbor, who she was kind of like sort of flirtatious friends with... Um, Alan is dead because he fell off a cement embankment
1: I mean that's rough <laughs>
0: that is quite rough but apparently kids and also like real like that yeah. is kind of how teenagers die mm-hmm. through these sort of accidents like that cement as well would well, yeah. fucking do you in wouldn't it um, did you have any like kids die at your school yeah oh really yeah a couple uh, friends of mine actually
1: a friend of mine killed herself and oh. another friend drowned in the canal oh
0: my god it's yeah, horrible
1: it yeah shit sure, man and other kids died as well. Actually one my friend's brother was murdered actually in Amsterdam. I don't know if it was like a drugs thing or I don't what? really know what the deal with. I know. I was at a fucking reasonably fancy school as well. So many kids died at my school.
0: Aren't you comprehensive and I don't think anyone died. People got arrested all the time. But... And like I think a couple of kids like were
1: ill, like maybe one had cancer or something. Yeah, quite mm. a lot of kids died at my school. Wow. I guess it was quite a big school. How many kids? I don't know.
0: We had like a thousand
1: more than that I'm sure I have no idea I have no concept of like what's a big school and what's a small school
0: (laughs) yeah I only know my school so um okay so Alan's mother comes over and she has given a box of like Alan's stuff to Lucy um which I thought was quite like a nice little tender thing she was like I don't really want to give these away if like, if anyone wants to keep them like as little mementos of him, and if not, you can do what you want with them. Lucy, you can give them away. I thought that was nice. Like, no, nice, nice, nice yeah. little caring moment. So Lucy takes the box into school and passes it. it. <laughs> she doesn't really like text or email anyone to like see if they want it. She just lugs round a box of shit all day, which I don't I think. Mean, was... Did people text in them days? 986 Ring on the phone. Yeah, you would ring on the home phone. Yeah, yeah, and then be on there for three hours, and your dad would tell you off because you, you have to wait to until after six thirty. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so it's cheap rate. Right? And if someone tried to dial up, you'd get there. Yeah, yeah. On the yeah. Phone. <laughs> and the phone was always somewhere where it was too public. So like, if you were trying to ring your like so you talk boyfriend to boys. or girlfriend, yeah, it yeah. like, mm, yeah, I want to do that thing that you're mentioning as well. <laughs> Did you do dirty phone calls? No. In the hall? No. <laughs> Um, so Brad takes some comic books, um, from the box of Alan's memories and his girlfriend is Suzanne. Suzanne's a very quite old name, isn't it? For well, this is Susan's kind of age though. In. Susie's not Suzanne, is she? Friend Susan. of the podcast, Susie. Okay. But you must never call her Susan. Okay. Hmm. She'll kill you. <laughs> I got my friend Jim I called him James once and the fucking look That came over his face I was like Whoa. Is his name
1: James? Yeah Oh I was like
0: We'll never do that again um, I just feel like If someone introduces Themselves to you With a certain name That's their name But I've just got a habit Of going back to their Like Sunday name oh. I don't know why It like makes me laugh Quite a lot To like Be like Well James You know what I mean I see But he, It was not having it No Okay Um so Suzanne is kind of um, a weirdly bit catty but also like not distant do you know what I mean she's mm. like you can't really figure out what's going on with her um, and she says that it's a bit morbid for anyone to want any of his stuff I well, don't not think really. that's morbid what's wrong with you
1: it's not morbid no she's, she's of the attitude of those books where they're like she's
0: dead she died last week Yeah, still thinking it. about it it's morbid why have, are you still thinking about it to have caring memories of someone you previously knew <laughs> it's morbid um, anyway, Lucy is no fool and she uses this as an excuse to talk to John, who she's been silently pining after for a long time. So she's like, hey John, do you want the, my ball? <laughs> How about this basketball? Because you used to play do you basketball. Want this
1: ball? It's big.
0: <laughs> do you want my giant bouncy ball? <laughs> it used to belong to uh, a male person that you know. Weird. Here's my what was I trying to go for there? I don't know. Here's a testicle. It- for you are you okay <laughs> I'm dri- I've just She's had my second coffee testicle. and some pasta I think he's doing weird things to me um, so she yeah he's like cool I'll take it thank you um, and then she gets some breathing phone calls the best Fair kind, kind of. <laughs> I hate you when people don't breathe on the phone yeah <laughs> um, she picks up the phone the third time and starts telling him off but guess who it is it's John with the ball. Oh, John Ball, <laughs> John, John Ball Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> that was not worth that man. <laughs> that was good. I like that. <laughs> so John Ball Jovi tells her that Alan always Do you know what, I, should, I should have done
1: the American thing. Just
0: looked at you deadpan. You're funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Do you know what David said to me seconds before I came out of my flat? He was my like flat. My flat. <laughs> he said. Um, it's really good that you and Kirsty can like turn it on for the podcast. I went, what do you mean? He was like, it's good that you can like be funny. And I was like, I sort of looked at me and he went, not that I don't think
1: you're funny in normal life. Do you know I've had that exact same response from fucking everyone in my life, right? My wife, my mum, and my best mate have all listened to this podcast and they all said the exact same thing. Oh, it's really funny. I didn't know you were funny. I'm like, you've known me
0: for fucking decades (laughs) and your conclusion is oh I never knew you were funny I'm like "Ah, okay see I think my relationship is that we make each other laugh loads all the time so for him to have like stopped and said to me like just so proud of you that you can be funny when you want to be I was like fuck off I know I'm like turn what on we just (laughs) talk shit like we'd be talking about the exact same stuff if the microphone wasn't here (laughs) (laughs) that's the tyranny of the race platform isn't it yeah people think you're funnier than you are Wait, no, that's not what I want to say. Mm. Let's gloss over that. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> John Ball said uh, that Alan. <laughs> John, <laughs> John Ball <laughs> Jovi. <John Ball laughs> jo- <laughs> <laughs> it is not I don't that know funny. why that got me. <laughs> 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 he said that Alan always said that John Ball Jovi should ask Lucy out. So he does. So they go out and they go out for your classic sort of American date um, burgers and milkshakes and stuff. And it's going quite well, but about like halfway through, he says he has to go and pick up his little brother. So he has to go and pick up his little brother. um, And like where, and he says he'll be back in 15 minutes. Where can you drive to in seven and a half minutes that you couldn't just walk from in like 20? Well,
1: a drive is a lot quicker than a walk like it's about 12 minutes to drive to my mum's but it takes probably half an hour to 40 minutes to walk
0: that's what i'm saying if, if it's a seven and a half minute walk uh, drive it'll be i'm taking minutes off there he's got to get in the car and park etc so it's gonna be a five minute drive you but, could just walk it in 20. but when people say 15 minutes it really mean 15
1: minutes well no he's not 15 minutes actually he's much longer exactly and i have i'm, I'm going to say 99 percent of arguments i have with my wife is because she says something will be happening in five minutes and she doesn't mean five minutes like she'll call and be like i'll be home in five minutes so i'm like you know if we're going somewhere i'm like cool i will get ready and feed the dog and put my shoes on and then half an hour passes she doesn't mean five minutes Mm -hmm. so i guess he doesn't mean 15 minutes he just means like some time
0: see i'm such a shithead and that stuff annoys me so much that like (laughs) let's say someone takes forever in the bathroom just you know off the top of my head I've started being like, what amount of time do you think Someone you're in the bathroom? I'm in a relationship with takes forever in the bathroom. Let's just say that. And let's say I said, uh, what amount of time do you think you're in there? And he might say, what, five minutes? And I go, that was 25 minutes because I timed it. <laughs> like, I can't believe you time his shit. No, it's not that. It's like, he's not even doing anything. It's like, we go to bed at night and we both have a shower, right? And I go, like, together. And then I go and get in bed. And then he just goes to the toilet, but, like, will pee. But then he's just standing in the bathroom, naked on his fucking phone, reading chilling. something on his phone with just his dick out. Just chilling. And it means that I can't go to the toilet. <laughs> it means that I'm waking up because if I went to sleep, he'd be waking me up anyway. And it's like, why are you just standing naked in the bathroom? When you could be in bed doing whatever you're doing. I find it so a good the And then he gets by the time he gets in he's
1: freezing. <laughs> so it's like what is happening? Anyway. I think when you live with someone, you got
0: you gotta have little pockets of time alone. <laughs> And those pockets are shit. It's the fucking classic. It's the only time I get to myself. Exactly. argument, which is such bollocks.
1: He's like, the only time I get to myself is when I'm standing naked in the bathroom looking at my phone. Every single night for 20
0: minutes. (laughs) Weird. Anyway. Uh, Sorry, David, if you were listening to that. But it is very annoying. Where am I? So, yeah. He comes back. But in the interim, uh, Suzanne hears, like, sees that um, he's gone away and left Lucy. And then Lucy hears her, Suzanne shouting on the phone to someone, being like, I'll take care of things. And then she comes back to her table and, like, engages with Lucy in a way that, to me, suggests she's worried about her, right? So Lucy thinks she's kind of been a bitch, but she, Suzanne says, like, "Oh, I, do you want to come and sit with us? Are you sure you, do you want to come and sit with us? Um, as in, like, he's not going to come back, which I think yeah. is really nice. Like, if I'd been stood up in the middle I of the think. day... I would love it. I mean, I've never—it's never happened. But if someone came up and said, "Was like, would you like to come and sit with us?" So you don't know, look like a—that is nice. I always love those specific. stories.
1: You know, people tweet about them sometimes. Of like, they'll see some guy like really sleazing onto a girl who's obviously not into it, mm-hmm. and so they come over and be like, "Oh, hey, I haven't seen you in ages. Do you want to come sit with us?" You know, like pretend that you know them. Mm-hmm. I love those stories. Do you do that? I—I've not been in a situation where that's come up actually. I like—I would like to think that I would
0: do that, mm. but. It hasn't come up. I feel very like maternal towards especially younger women in those situations. In on Princess Street in Edinburgh, um, I think last year or the year before, there was like a middle-aged couple having like a like he was really screaming at her in the middle of Princess Street, like. And I like just stopped where I was going well and just went and sat down on the little sitting bit while they were standing. And I think because I was looking at them, other people started looking at them as well. So he like eventually stormed off and then she sat down and I was like are you okay because he was like being really really aggressive and she was like no no it's okay we just have an argument but I just wouldn't have been able to like mm. leave it
1: yeah yeah just like that's true actually I actually did intervene in a situation like that I haven't when someone's just cracking on someone but I was out pre-covid um I was out in town with Susie and we were just walking along the street in Glasgow and we heard this this guy he'd like backed his presumably his girlfriend like up against a wall and was like fully screaming in her face
0: yeah and we were like
1: i can't just walk past that so we went up and i just said to her i, I didn't i just completely ignored him and i said to her listen are you okay mm. do you want we can walk you to the train or whatever and she was just like no it's fine it's fine and, and he obviously then started shouting at us but what i loved is that he shouted at me you fucking specky lesbian and i was like i can deny none of this like <laughs> i mean you're clearly a wanker but good
0: observation <laughs> yeah because there's like arguing and obviously people argue but there's you know yeah, when he it's was, like, like the power screaming in out. her
1: face and she was like sort of cowering she yeah. wasn't shouting back or anything yeah it was horrible and they did she didn't want we did say to her like do you want us to call someone or anything she just I don't know maybe she was embarrassed or something I don't know she just didn't want to get involved and she just walked off but he walked in the opposite direction so I was like maybe we didn't help at all but at least they've gone off in opposite directions yeah
0: just to calm down yeah I think also sometimes just having an outside influence being like do you realize your behavior is completely out of control yeah because I
1: thought like if we just walk past are we basically saying to him
0: yeah this is normal yeah this looks fine I think you are saying that yeah I think was why we should all do it yeah So, anyway, that's not what's happening here. No. (laughs) But she is like, do you want to come and sit with us? And Lucy says no. And eventually, John does come back. But he's kind of, like, weird and pissed off. I don't like how, like, generally moody he is. It makes me feel very odd. Mm. Um, And then he, like, takes her home, but he does say sorry. And that, like, basically, his little brother is kind of, like, troubled because he hates how the family's moved here. Um, And he's trying to be, like, a good big brother. Anyway, the kind of, like, tedious... um, is this is this not happening subplot? Is that like someone might be in the house? So she finds the garage door open, um, inside of the house feels like someone might have been there. well book fell. book's running away. Oh my god, I can't reach Oh God And then <laughs> um, She gets We're so two... like, bundled up that we can't move. <laughs> <laughs> she gets two answering machine messages that like no one has left anything. But that's that's all messages that I get. Because your mum just waits slightly too long for you to answer and then when it gets to do the message, she doesn't and just hangs up anyways. Or I sometimes think, oh, I'll leave a voicemail and then I'm like, oh, I fucking hate leaving
1: voicemails. So then there's just this awkward pause where I'm like, should I leave a message? Nope. <laughs> so you've rung this girl twice. Uh, yeah, I, I meant to leave a message, Lucy. I'm sorry, I just chickened
0: out. <laughs> and, but she is quite clever in that she just goes outside and waits to, for her parents to get home. Um, and then they are like... No, look, everything's fine. The thing I have not mentioned is that in this um, box of Alan's stuff, there's a tape. A VHS. A VHS, which I think maybe should have appeared on the cover. Yeah. Although, how would you have it? The leather hand was holding a VHS Just, against the door. You dog. could
1: have, like, the open box, like, looking into the open box with all the objects in and then, like, the VHS on top, but, like, looking spooky.
0: I don't know what it is wrong with me. Anytime anyone says objects, I want to say objet objet even, <laughs> it's not right but I just I love that annoying thing mm-hmm. and even my head it says it every time objet objet um, so yeah basically throughout the book they watch like little bits more and more of the VHS which I think just wait and sit and watch it all in the water yeah that's weird it can't be that long yeah um, but what she does is that like, she sits down till like four in the morning and watches it um, and she sees a video of a party that they're at and John is there John who she went on the date with um, and he, like, walks towards the camera really angrily and puts his hand over the lens. Mm. And she's like, oh, who is this boy? Oh my god, I don't even know. Um, so... You know the Danny Zuko I met at the beach? Oh, look at that beautiful magpie. Fat, like, magpie behind you. So
1: beautiful. is not he? What a magpie. I
0: like him. Did we mention we're outside? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also another guy who's kind of, like, weirdly nice to her called Robert. Who ke- keeps letting her have his notes for class? Actually, he keeps making a copy of them for her, which I think is even more like that's a lot of time. There's some quite nice people in this. Yeah, there are. Well, it's well mm, okay. nice. is he? Well, okay. Surface
1: nice, which is the worst kind.
0: <laughs> and her best friend Jenny wants to use Alan's video for a school project. Um, I love the thing about them all being like video nerds, like. Yes. <laughs> I love the video editing room yeah. So good Also, did you have that at your school? No I don't even no. know what that is
1: No <laughs> Video editing room
0: Like what? Technology I guess it's a posh school Maybe they have to share a ski slip with a boys' school <laughs> I'd hate if I had to share a ski slip with the boys. Um And Robert wants her to give Jenny a script that they're doing I guess it's more like TV production mm. then I mean, what a fucking fancy school.
1: Yeah. Didn't have that at my school. We didn't have that at Clearly my school Clearly we just
0: either. had a lot of dead people at my school. We weren't even allowed to have French because there were only two people in my year that wanted to do it. Oh, really? I, I could be a brilliant French. French speaker. Nobody
1: wanted to do French.
0: Well, you did, like, one year did French, one year did German, and we oh, were the okay. German year. But me and my friend Gillian wanted to do French for GCSE, and they were like, nah, sorry, you've got to do IT instead. Which just involved, like, 30 people playing Motocross Madness. Uh, for like double lessons Yeah, and my boyfriend doing my coursework <laughs> you're the worst <laughs> i so bored I didn't even want to take it anyway so um, blah 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 this thing about Robert giving her the script and Jenny's like ah, oh, he's always being a bit too much about it I don't want <laughs> to do his stupid script um, and then Jenny gets her locker broken into but everyone thinks she's just maybe being a bit paranoid because no one's actually taking any of her stuff or, like, her money, she just has a vague idea that, like, it, things aren't where they should be, mm-hmm. which made me think early on, onset Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> she just,
1: like, losing her mind I, I a little bit. I just feel like I wouldn't really know exactly where things were. Oh, I would. Like, I wouldn't think someone had moved them. I would just think, I don't know, I didn't put it where I thought I did.
0: I think I would not. I think I know where things are. I mean,
1: I guess if it was in a different room, maybe, but I would still just think, I did that without noticing.
0: I think the cat's knocked off. Yeah, The cats have been somewhere they shouldn't be and have broken the thing. True.
1: I think that's why I found this book quite boring, is she's just sort of mildly menaced throughout. Like, there's really no sense of threat at any point. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: No, and there's no sort of, like, I don't know, the relationships feel very nothing-y as well. yeah. It is very dull. It is. It, if I mean, it sounds dull, it's
1: because it is. Gary Ellis's books, she loves a prank phone call because they had that in the other one mm-hmm. of hers. It was all about these prank calls. and I just
0: think they're just not very interesting, is it? Do you reckon they do loads of prank calls in America? I don't remember us ever getting prank
1: calls. I think people did at the time because there was no other way to do it. <laughs> there was no other way
0: to bother people. You can't get a prank email like you do now. Exactly. It's just a picture oh my of a man you heavy breathing. Oh remember we did that
1: one and it was like the thing about email is someone can say that they're behind you and they're not and we're like that, do you remember that from the <laughs> yeah. thir- 13 tales of horror that <laughs> like, absolutely terrible that was sinclair smith wasn't it sinclair they
0: can say it out loud and not be well i know
1: <laughs> so weird you could send someone a letter and say i'm behind you and they're not <laughs> I don't but it was said as if it's this thing unique to email like you can be pretty certain that if someone phones you back in the days before mobiles and says I'm behind you they're fucking
0: not they're at home on their landline <laughs> also why wouldn't it be creepy to say they're in your house somewhere not yeah. directly behind you which you can just clarify by looking I know <laughs> Anyway. These are horror writers. Why don't they realise scary? It's not, and we're very not? scary. <laughs> anyway, she does vaguely think that she's being menaced, like you said. Um, she goes to a house. She keeps worrying that people are in her house. Uh, one day she looks, and it is, in fact, Robert outside, dropping off the notes. Uh, Red herring or what? don't know why I keep hearing that as Bobbit. Bobbit <laughs> Bobbit. Don't worry, Bobbitt. Lucy gives um, Alan's video to Jenny, right? So she can make a copy for her video editing suite. Video. Project. Um, And meanwhile, she leaves, she calls John and speaks to someone who she thinks is his little brother, but he never, like, identifies himself as such. Um, And then he, John never calls her back. Um, And then she sees him at school and he's in, like, a really shit mood again. And she's also, like, trying to actively stay away from him at one point, isn't it? Like... Yeah, their relationship th- is not very healthy No, I don't like characters who haven't got any sort of anger management control mm. Like, I, th- I can get in a really bad mood And you've seen it And I still think you've only seen me be really bad, like, once I don't think I've seen you in a really bad mood Really? I believe you to be capable of it But I, think I you've don't seen me- think I've seen it I think you've seen me in a really bad mood after you made us watch that <laughs> film What film? Uh, Bound were you in a bad mood after that? Oh, no, you were, actually. Yeah. i you you, you... you commented on it at the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were in a bad mood then. I haven't seen you, like, really, um, like, grumpy. I've seen you, like, sort of upset and low and stuff, but yeah. I haven't seen you, like, super grumpy.
0: I think that's because most people can cover it up. Yeah. Like, the reason I get really bad moods is because of my hormones. Um because it's, like, quite bad PMS. And sometimes your personality. And sometimes my personality. Because I get shitty moods and I can't blame PMS. It's (laughs) just my personality. (laughs) But, you know what I mean? When it's out of control, it's generally because of, like, PMS. Because most people can just control how much of an... I would hate to, like, come and hang out with you and make you feel terrible because I was in a bad mood. Yeah. In fact, it's a good way to get over it to hang out with someone else because you're just like well get over yourself Parry I'm not going to ruin this person's day
1: yeah and it's not even, it's not like you're pretending to be fine it's more like you, you can acknowledge the bad mood but also be like I'm in a shitty mood but it is not your responsibility to manage my emotions and putting
0: yourself outside of it diffuses it yeah whereas this I, when people can't do that in books I just like you're just immature and you don't care about people don't you think that's one of those sort of toxic
1: hetero things I mean maybe it's a toxic queer thing as well I don't know but I see it a lot in kind of bad hetero relationships where the women are really expected to manage the men's emotions
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like that thing about um who is it some twat tweeted about how well you know i don't rape women because i love my wife um you're kind of like that's the only reason you don't so is rape that why and why is it your wife's responsibility to make sure you're not a fucking rapist who was that or was it about underage girls like oh i don't look at young girls because it was toby young was that what it was yeah
0: like oh go. wow
1: the only reason you you're not a pedo because your
0: wife, your wife. <laughs> and like <laughs> why is it her responsibility
1: to stop you being a pedo
0: i think there's a lot of straight men shouldn't be on the internet just because they're out themselves as not being able to give their wife orgasms or sexual pleasure or being like literal pedo fans having really gross unhealthy sexual desires <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you feel like you might say something gross just don't be on social media
0: <laughs> um so yeah he's that guy he would be john would be awful on twitter so he's in a really shit mood and can't do anything about it and then she's like trying to keep away from him and then she hears that somebody has attacked Jenny, nice Jenny with the videos, uh blah 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 blah, there's a lot of kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Most of the plot is blah blah blah. Yeah, I realize I'm boring myself. Um, <laughs> uh, d- 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 Jenny, oh yeah, so Jenny being completely self-obsessed and a bit paranoid. Sorry, Lucy being self-obsessed and paranoid. We know so many people like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not our oh friends goodness. It's all about actually. me It's all about me yeah. So her best friend gets attacked you know attacked. what Black Lives Matter is really about? Me, a white person?
0: <laughs> isn't it? Um, that's not what we think Just to clarify no, people no. who did not understand what we're saying um, So yeah, she Lucy's like Oh my god, someone who attacked Jenny must have been trying to get me Because she was wearing my poncho like, That's a leap, isn't it? It is a bit If you think that, maybe you're being a bit of a dick um, So she sneaks into the video lab at school um, and then watches the whole video. Um, Finally. And after getting past the scenes with John being a little bit scary, she sees Dave, this guy, making out with Suzanne. Now, Suzanne has already got a boyfriend. See? Hmm. So she takes both copies of the video, Jenny's video and her video, and takes them home. Um, And then somebody locks her inside the closet i'm going to put a pin in this okay and we're going to come back to it that was me putting a pin in the that there I like right that. there thank you uh so somebody locks her in there and then she's like oh no let me out and then john comes and saves her is that sus hmm huh. who knows um she oh yeah so she's watching the video a bit later on yes it is really boring this plot um and she sees after the bit that she saw before that was already after the bit then, a little why bit more Why don't you just watch the whole fucking why thing? Why don't you just sit down and watch the whole video? It can't be that long. This is why- How long's a VHS? 90 minutes. It oh. can't be longer than 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was up until 4am watching it this first time, so what was she doing, just watching the first 10 minutes over and over again? You see, this, it's why it's not a very good book, because it's quite boring. And it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Anyway. And also the fact that it's centred around a spooky video. Every time it mentioned the video, I thought
1: about The Ring. Yeah.
0: And it made me think, I wish I was watching The Ring,
1: (laughs) not reading this
0: book. I feel like that's the second time we've mentioned that recently. Maybe you do need to
1: watch it. Yeah, I do. Because I watched the American remake recently, and it wasn't very scary. Mm. And I was like, why did I think this was scary when I watched it? And I think, because I hadn't seen the remake, I think I had seen the original, which is much scarier.
0: Yeah, it's really terrifying. Japanese horror, man. It's It's good. Gets you. Um, so here's what happens... Don't, don't read the book though. It's very boring and very transphobic. Really? Yeah. I didn't know there was a book. Yeah. Oh. It's terrible. Really? Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Um, anyway, here's what's at the end end of the video. Alan is filming a guy who's walking down a road and he sees the guy get hit by a car. And he sees the guy who was driving the car and it was Robert of the notes Bobbit Robert of the notes <laughs> like Pliny Robert the Elder Oh notes, <laughs> Jack O'Lantern <laughs> Robert O'Notes um, and then guess who pops up behind her it's Robert <gasps> yes <Bubba> Oh Notes himself <laughs> <laughs> and she goes ah Bobbit <laughs> oh no Bobbit you knew all along and he said yes and he's like here's my confession I did attack Jenny um, thinking she was you and I did all this other stuff And basically, what happened is that Alan not only filmed him hitting someone with his car, Robert, uh, sorry, Alan then went and checked the guy was alive, which he wasn't. So he checked he was dead, really. Yeah. (laughs) And then he went to Robert the next day and was like, Look, I've seen you kill this guy. You need to go to the police. And then Alan, uh, sorry, Robert said, I'm not going to. Um, And in fact, he told him to meet him on the top of this cement embankment. And then they met there, which I just wouldn't go. Just don't go. I just wouldn't go. Just don't go. Do you know what I would do? Simply not. Yes, you would <laughs> Simply. So much go. in life. You could just simply not. <laughs> I would simply have gone to the police. Excuse me. Um, and they fought. And then uh, Alan fell over the cement embankment cliff. <laughs>
1: what? I'm not really sure what it is, this cement embankment. No. I... I'm kind of like a... Reservoir or like Cement embankment I don't really know I don't
0: know I find it Side confusing I find it confusing Because there is a place Called embankment As well Oh yeah In London um, So like I just imagine it As like a What I'm seeing Is a skate ramp Yeah But made out of cement <laughs> Which I don't think Would ever be allowed I think that's what I'm seeing <laughs> And that it goes into what a thing they made of Isn't it And they're mm. Oh you mean the ones outside Yeah Oh maybe I don't know Don't know Tony Hawk if you're listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. Call <Cool>, in. <then. laughs> so you would... Uh, oh, oh, excuse me. You would think that would be the end. It's not. Um, she tries to, like, get away from him. Um, she drop kicks the tape out of his reach. Um, she grabs a tripod and tries to hit him. Uh, but then he loses his balance and falls into a closet. Poetic justice. Ha. Huh. So she locks him in the closet. Mm. Um, and then guess can't what? I can't wait to get back to this closet pin. <laughs> um, so then she does go and talk to John and John's like, here's why I was acting all weird. My little brother has got like into hanging out with some bad people. Um, and like, it's kind of implied that he's a- almost getting into being a criminal, but then he's sort of like, hit. John and his mom sit him down and give him a firm talking to him, and that works. When has that ever worked? I mean, I think that's cute. Yeah. It's a good try. But then um, on the thing on the tape of him angrily walking towards... This is the stupidest ex- explanation in the book. This is
1: Robotstein level of stupid.
0: Yeah. So he has been prepping for how he's going to have this serious talk with his brother. And Alan, at, the, at a party, put the video camera down and was like, why don't you practice walking over angrily to me like you're going to walk over to your brother? That is the biggest fucking nonsensical plot hole I have read in a long time. It is stupid. Although if you were writing that now, you could say it was... You are
1: doing it for TikTok. Yeah. That's how you would do it now, because I just feel like now kids at parties do fuck about and film each other for really no purpose, because yeah. like maybe you'll get something funny and you can put it online. Yeah, maybe. But in them
0: it's days... Just, it's just
1: ...couldn't stupid. do it in them days, unless maybe they're going to send it to you being framed. 250 quid.
0: <laughs> I don't know why they needed
1: to film it. Couldn't you have just done it? I mean, yeah, but then they wouldn't have this stupid plot set
0: up, would you? True. Um, But anyway, it turns out John, who really clearly has some sort of anger issue anyway, um, is just fine, actually, because he's not literally a murderer. (laughs) You get that a lot in point horrors, don't you? That they are romantically interested in a guy,
1: and the whole way through they think that they're a murderer because there's this sort of seething, barely repressed aggression inside them, or they sort of do these things that are really sinister.
0: Oh, what a nice bird That was lovely, yeah.
1: Um... But then at the end, it turns out the killer's somebody else, and so I guess they're fine because they're not literally a murderer (laughs) yet.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll get to my alternate reading. Um, Alternate. Alternate reading. I think you can say it either way. Alternate pronunciation. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So in the end, they decide to get get together properly, and he's like, my brother's getting the help he needs. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. So... Um, I did want to pull out a couple of things. Oh, is it an alternate reading? An alternate uh, not yet. Reading. Okay. Not yet. <clears throat> so here is Robert talking about what happened when he ran over and killed that man and drove it away. Um, well, we talked. That's him talking to Alan. I told him how it happened and he said, don't bother, he already knew. He'd seen it. He'd even had it on tape. He knew it was an accident, even though I'd been driving too fast. Robert ignored her. because she said something in the intro. I told him about college, my career, my life, all that stuff. He said he understood that too. He kept saying it would be okay. For a minute, I thought he was on my side. That's so what white boys do. I know. When they've committed a fucking crime, isn't it? Like When they rape someone
1: and they're like, you can't ruin my life. And you're like, you ruined your own fucking life. Yeah, right? won't you think of my career? No, I won't. You didn't think of it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Don't, don't hold this me accountable for my actions. Why, should, why do other people have to manage the emotions and actions? Manage it yourself. Yeah. I'm sorry, if you do something and, and consequences occur, that's not the fault of the people... Giving who, you the consequences. Who, yeah, give, give me, here are your consequences. Exactly. In a neat bow. Do you not feel like maybe that...
1: I mean, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. If, as a kid, you experience no real consequences, do you think that's how those people happen to be?
0: Yeah, you mean the rich people who never hear the word no? Yeah. Yeah, but I also think there are a load of people...
1: I mean, not just rich people. Just, just think a lot of kids grow up really with no consequences. I think
0: a lot of people grow up not getting punched for being cocks. Like, where am I grow where I'm from? If you fucking chat shit, you get smacked, right? <laughs> <laughs> and there are a lot of people, not saying the most divorced man in the world, Lawrence Fox, but God I mean, he's so gross. He's I Can hate you believe him. he convinced two women to fuck him? One of them was Billy Piper. I mean how? What did he do that? I feel like if I had sex with Billy Piper, I would never do a bad thing again in my life. I'd be like, I have been blessed. I am blessed. <laughs> um but yeah, like this idea that you can just say whatever you want, like when he called several people a pedophile on Twitter the other day. And it's like like people go, well he's like, well anyone could call me a racist. It's like, yeah, because you've said you said and done you racist, said a racist things. thing. Like, the people calling you that is a consequence of you doing the things that that means like you can't It's like <laughs> I saw a horrible clip the other day of a woman in America saying the worst racist shit, like undeniably horrible racist stuff as in like i don't like one horrible words but two also like my life is worth more than yours you you, and it's like she's like yeah yeah call me a racist and it's like you literally are racist racist. what level of self-deception do we have to be operating on and then to be like i cannot believe you were calling me a racist this seems to be where we are in society a lot like like the worst sin is calling
1: someone and a quote name, yeah, a rude name. Yeah. Even though they've displayed all the
0: behaviours, that is that name. And then the, the the level that people go to, having been called this accurate name, to then set themselves up as like the victims here. What Which and do what so they pull me, like, they pull the world down. I'm also like, do you never get
1: called out on your shit? Because I get called out on my shit all the fucking time. Yeah, I use words that. You've said this to me, like, oh, people don't really use that word anymore. And I go, oh, fuck, sorry, I didn't realise that. Or, like, other friends of mine have said that. I've used a word and they've gone, oh, mm," or even not even a word, just a thought process, and they've Mm. gone, hey, listen, see that thought process? Go back and think it through again. Yeah.
0: And I've gone, shit, you're right, and I never thought that through before. Or just the social conversation moves on and you miss it a little bit. And then someone goes, like, you know, I'm a white woman. So it was kind of like new information this year when a lot of people were saying about how much they hate the term BAME mm-hmm. and I was like well yeah of course of course it flattens this out to a, a non-flat thing like sorry <laughs> it flattens it out when it's like different levels of experience and, and that term just gloms everyone together and it's not very helpful but well, like indigenous which isn't really relevant in the UK so much as
1: it might be in like Australia or America yeah
0: everyone was using by POC in the UK and it's like mm-hmm. there's no indigenous Brits like it doesn't make sense here but people are just using it anyway. But we're all just learning, right? This is the thing. You need to make that space. And if someone said, turned around and said to me, do you know what? You did a racist thing. I wouldn't be like, I'm going to set my whole town on fire because you have called me a racist. I'd be like, my God. But you wouldn't what be like, how thing. dare you call me a racist? You would be like,
1: okay, well. What have I done? I don't enjoy hearing that about myself but maybe I should take a minute and break it down. Yeah,
0: I don't like being called that, so I'm going to stop doing the thing that you right? has. <laughs> it's that thing, isn't it?
1: If someone calls you a certain thing, I guess you've got two choices. You can say to them, don't ever call me that again, or you can say, I'm going to change so that there's no reason to call me that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you know? Yeah, it's so strange. And anyway, this guy, this guy Robert, has never chatted shit and got hit because he seems to think he can do whatever he wants. Maybe it's just like... I mean, it can even be like a verbal hit, you know? It doesn't have to be a physical hit. I'm not advocating violence. I'm just saying that is what would happen where I'm from. If you bag somebody off, you're probably going to feel something because of that,
1: right? I feel like where I'm from, someone's going to call you out on your shit. Yeah. I had to do an interview recently. It was good fun, actually. It was fun questions. And one of the questions was, if you were going to write a a rap, like a self-congratulatory rap about how great you were, what would it say? (laughs) And I was like, well, I wouldn't, because my wife's from Glasgow and she would laugh at me.
0: And all my friends would laugh at me. So <laughs> it just wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> it just wouldn't do it. I would just rather not ever do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Robert thinks that he can just do whatever he wants, and I don't agree with that. Yeah. Um, and here's my alternate reading. So is this a book about white male privilege? I think it's a book that is about nothing, and yet it could... <laughs> could be about it's several it's things. It's such a blank space that you could make it be about anything. Well, here's my funner alternate sad. reading. Are we going back to the closet pin? It is, yeah. It's a lot about people getting into and out of closets, isn't it's it? It's true. Um, including this part. Don't know why I did a little snake. <clears throat> this part. <laughs> it's an airtight fireproof closet. That might be uh, worthwhile is that knowing. you've put a salt shaker up there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it be dry. <laughs> Uh, with a uh, a cry Lucy grabbed the door and slammed it shut behind him she heard him fall against the shelves inside and then she heard his fists on the door fists eh but by then she'd already locked it gasping for breath Lucy backed away from the closet Robert was pounding now (laughs) and shouting her name you love this (laughs) she didn't answer she got her jacket then went around and slid the tape from under the table blah 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 when she pulled the open door in the hall she could still hear Robert pounding now, he goes into the closet uh-huh. and then is pounding away in the dark in there, mm-hmm. crying out a woman's name while doing so, and she leaves him. And then later on, she is put in the closet, or earlier, she is put in the closet. Do you think this is about people's burgeoning bisexuality or homosexuality? Because I wish. she is like... Um, with this guy, and he's not really like treating her properly, and she kind of like doesn't really want to be around him, but like feels that she should. And then there's a lot of ways falling into this like stereotypical feminine role of like, oh my god, are you having a bad time? Oh no, what's happening with your brother? Let me manage your emotions for let, you. Let me manage your emotions and turn you into a better person and give you emotional support, even though we don't really even know each other. Fucking Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, but I blame then that story. she's also a little bit the damsel in distress for Robert, who like takes no he has no qualms about like going out of his way to do a thing that will help her do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like of course you need my notes of course you will you'll need them won't you like he says that a couple of times like you'll be needing my notes won't you which is a weird little like power by helping Mm -hmm. thing and then he turns up at her house to give them to her when she doesn't know he's going to come there so she's weirdly stuck between these two guys but also constantly feels like something is wrong at home Mm -hmm. and that like something's there that she doesn't understand And then she gets put in a closet, Hmm. do you think? I think this is a reach around.
1: (laughs) It's such a reach around. But you've reached around so far you've gone fully all the way around
0: and back to the start again. Um, Just tickling my own armpit. Yeah, I'm into it, I'm into it though. I think it makes it a lot more interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if we, the more
1: that we don't read the actual words on the page and just make up our own versions (laughs) of the story, the more interesting it becomes in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm into it. Let's do it. Do we have any super American things? Um, I did not spot any. I will say, though, often the American things are food-based. And I will say, what I really liked about this book is that Lucy eats. Yeah. So she eats, she eats like a peanut butter sandwich, she eats a burger. And I, I read these for this series out of order, and I won't say which one, but one of the books that we've got coming up in a later episode, she's really fucked up about food, really fucking weird about food. And... Yeah, so I like that. Mm. I like that she actually eats stuff, which yeah. sounds really stupid. But again, we'll come back to this one where a big deal is made about the fact that she never eats anything. Okay.
0: Um, I also like that she's got a cat called Mo. That's cute, isn't but it? But also, I read that, <laughs> and I had to go back and uh, like access the fact that this cat was called Mo because my friend had just told me about the cat they used to have called Mao, <laughs> and that when <laughs> <Ma>. <laughs> when <laughs> she was like. She said two things that really made me laugh. One, he could say his own name. (laughs) And then she said when he was getting told off, they would just call him the chairman. (laughs) The chairman has been very naughty. Chairman
1: shat on the floor. (laughs) The chairman hasn't had his dinner.
0: (laughs) Cat called Mo. Amazing. I love cats with people names. My friend's got a cat called Gavin. That's so good. Gavin's like a fucking iconic. That's so good. (laughs) I've um, heard of
1: cats called um, Margaret and Rebecca,
0: <laughs> which I also really like. Marge, the cool kid from Cool uh, yeah. Party. Yeah. So I've got some 90s things. Okay. Here is, it's basically like a, po- um, a page of what's in Alan's box. <laughs> 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 Three posters, one Michael Jordan, two old movie posters, 15 comic books, one videotape, some photographs from Alan's pre-video days when he was hooked on photography, 20 CDs, um, and she talks about him blasting his stereo, hundreds of baseball cards and a basketball.
1: Aww. That's really nineties. That's really nineties. Also, there's oh, and a VCR. The whole VCR course. thing. The whole VCR thing. There's also a lot of stuff about answer machines. Yeah. And you have to re. She has to rewind the tape to listen to it. So it's like before even electronic answer machines. When you had the, like the little mini. What do we call it? Tiny tape. The <laughs> tiny tapes. In the answer yeah. machines.
0: We had one of them, and um, I. <laughs> me and my brother when I was really little we sang a jingle for it <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would always beg, I found this deeply unfunny website but I mean I was about 11 so I thought it was hilarious which was like comedy answer machine messages that you can record, you know where people like you pretend that you're answering so you you record on your answer oh, machine, yeah. hello oh hi oh yeah that sounds great, I hate that but Then you're like just kidding <sighs> obviously because I was a child I thought it was fucking comedy genius and I would beg my parents to let me and my brother record a comedy answer machine message and they never let me
0: because they were sensible (laughs) we had uh, me and my brother singing we will call you back till we will rock you you've never seen Seinfeld have you I've seen like a couple of episodes there's one really funny well It, it still makes me really laugh because I'm immature where George is like screaming his calls so he's sitting like eating cereal and it's so pressing it and then it the, plays the whole answer message, message twice Massage Massage <laughs> and it's um, Believe it or not, George isn't at home Please leave a message
1: <laughs> I do remember the one in The Simpsons where it goes Leave a message
0: Did I make that up? I don't know that okay. one Okay, never mind <laughs> Maybe I made that up So, quite ninety z. Um, I didn't get any fashion, No. did you? No fashion, wow. They were naked the whole way through. Yep. Um, Do we have a too stupid to live heroine? I don't really think she's stupid because
1: I mean, there's not really any, usually they're stupid because they sort of run towards danger or they don't respond to the threat. But I mean, there isn't really any danger. She's
0: paranoid. I just found the whole thing quite tedious. It's like really the main trauma is that it's the guy trying to get his video back. Yeah, which I don't understand. Why couldn't he have just gone up to her on the day of, that she was taking all the stuff in and said, "Can I have that video?" I know because Jenny got there first. If you were like, if you were about murdering people, wouldn't you make sure you were there immediately? You would think. Wouldn't you be first in line? Or wouldn't you have like
1: got the tape? Like, it would have been the easiest thing to do would be to break into the boy's house, the dead boy's house. Yeah. And just take the tape.
0: Or just break into a locker. Well, I suppose he was breaking into a locker to try and do it, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, he's, she's never really in any physical peril. He just wants this fucking video. I know. I just feel like the whole, like,
1: breathing phone calls, that's in so many point horrors. And I just, I guess if it happened in real life, it would be scary, but I just don't
0: find it that scary. No, me neither. Um, do we have a sexy bad boy sociopath? Is that down? I mean, we have Not an emotionally John. constipated idiot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if that's close enough. That's the new version the of The thing. He, yeah, he's... Put
0: it on your Tinder. Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's kind of like just—he's not really scary. He just seems like kind of a dick. Yeah, which I suppose is scary. How many teenage girls will go out with those guys? Yeah, and she does at the end. Fuck, so. I hope they
1: don't still as much as we used to. I, feel I like, fear
0: that they do, but I hope not. I feel like teenage girls now are so much more clued in. Hope so. to like everything. I just feel like my message
1: to all straight women is expect more. Please yeah. expect more.
0: My niece-in-law is sixteen. And um, I found out a few weeks ago that she would just get random dick pics from adult men on the internet, and I was like, "What? You know when you, you know in the like red mist of like, <laughs> show me where they are, I was like, huh? what, and I will uh, kill them all." And I was like, "How do I approach this? Because I want to talk to her about like what we do in this instance." And she was like, "Yeah, I just like delete them and block them and report them. That's disgusting. I don't want to see someone's dick." And I was like, "Oh, yes,
1: very good. That's what I want you to do. Good. <laughs> I don't you know. T- I think maybe. Well, it depends." because I remember when I was a teenager and I was on like chat rooms and stuff and I remember I was chatting to this guy through email mm. as you did in them days and he seemed really nice and I had been honest about that I was 13 or 12 or however old I was at the time and he seemed really nice and friendly and he was asking about school and stuff and then it reached a point where he started talking about a swimsuit like he was saying like do you do you ever go swimming? What kind of swimsuit have you got? And I just immediately was like oh well, not replying to him anymore. Yeah. I didn't Sort of go, oh, okay, I'll tell them about my swimsuit. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. So, I don't that's think so gross. kids aren't that dumb.
0: I suppose predators had to become smarter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've had to do those um, brass eye things now where it lets pheromones out of the keyboard to make you more suggestible. <laughs> oh, that's clever. <laughs> <laughs> I think kids are just way more clued in. So, like, my niece in law's best friend is, I think, 13 or 14, and she is a lesbian, and she is just the coolest kid <laughs> you've ever seen. And she's BB just. Like, are the coolest. She's like, I'm just a gay. It's like, oh. Really proud of you. <laughs> I, wish I was that cool when I was your age. I wish I had known. <laughs> Do we have a death toll? No. One. Oh Alan? well. He already is dead though. <laughs> well get over it. <laughs> get over it, he's dead. Um, we we have had our career subtext. Is it queer good though? Alternate reading. I don't think it's very good.
1: I think it's very like the other parallelist books that we've done in terms of this sort of low level. Bland menace. Yeah, and like the threat is really not to do with the protagonist. If you see what I mean, like it's really not connected to them at all. Except the one that we did um, with the girl who lived out in the middle of nowhere, and she lived in like arsefuck bluffs or (laughs) what was it called? Can't remember. Something like that. Arsfuck bluffs. Bareback bluffs. What was it called? (laughs) Can't remember. Something like that. I don't know what you're talking. (laughs) You do. Maybe I just dreamt this. I dreamt of arsebuck bluffs. Remember this? She went on the lesbian horseback date and it was really romantic. Oh, yeah. And at dawn, her and the neighbour rode out on horseback and so they like cooked eggs over a little stove. Yes. And it was really romantic. Yep. So it wasn't as good as that.
0: It, yeah, it so wasn't. So I
1: don't think this was very good. I'm going to say two.
0: I'm going to say two as well. I just found it quite dull. Yeah. Um, good, bad? Not really. No.
1: Two? Carol Ellis. Sorry Carol. Sorry about
0: it. You didn't knock it out of the
1: park this time. It was more fun than the other one.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I just didn't find this very fun at all.
1: Can't get it every time, can you? I suppose not. But speaking of getting it right... Oh god. Next week we have... We're back at Nightmall (laughs) Hair with Silent Scream by <laughs> Diane Ho now this is the one that we should have read first out of all the Nightmare Hairs because I didn't realise they went in order <laughs> right okay so this is do you remember how they kept referring to this girl who died and we were like what fucking girl who died we're going to find out about the girl who died we should have read this one first I see. Um, I've already read this one and I loved it I think you're going to hate it
0: oh interesting so that'll be fun that'll be uh, fantastic yay and <laughs> um, are we doing any more out of the bind up are we doing the Phantom
1: yeah okay yeah Phantom is Coming soon,
0: the perfume Silent witness and the Phantom. I feel like one of those is not like the other, and the it's the perfume. The perfume's <laughs> taking all the weight in that book. <laughs> it's, they front loaded it with the weirdness, and yeah. then the rest of it's quite it's bland. Like with the um, compilation CDs that you used to buy, and they would put the hit first. Nine One One at the beginning and yeah and you might get like a weird Mark Morrison. You know what? It's now that's what I'll call music Thirty Six, which I bought when I was ten years old for with my Easter money. Um, and I still have it and I still think it is one of the best compilation CDs ever because it was so weird What's on it had like it had Breathe by the Prodigy on CD, on, season, uh, on CD 2 and it had the fucking Chemical Brothers nice yeah it's weird it's weirdly really good and then like the pop it's got on CD 1 is good pop as well yeah. and I feel like it might have had like Candy Staten featuring the source you know the you've got love I love that song it is so mm. good um Sorry, that was my little tangent. It's brilliant. Where can people uh, bother us? Where can they sing us
1: 90s <laughs> pop songs? Please <laughs> do. I would love that. Um, if you want to change your lyrics, even better. Oh my God. What pop song would you sing on your answer machine? You can find us on Twitter at teenage scream underscore and on Instagram
0: at teenage scream pod. And if you want to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash teenage scream pod and for I think it's $5 or £4.50 a month. They're not accurate, are they? That's not. I think so okay um, you get a special bonus episode from Yay. us every month and it's just full of the most crap
1: we usually are a little bit tipsier and, uh, and also that means that when we're on hiatus from the main episodes you still get your Patreon every month
0: oh my god we should be doing it with like hot toddies now we're outside <sighs> yeah that's winter cool. spiced hot toddies next time I'll do us a hot toddy though nice um, and until then uh, just enjoy yourself bye bye <laughs>